Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tasha podcast. Lately, I have been playing with the word success, right? Um, Thinking about what it looks like to me, what it looks like in my own life, and how do I define that? And in order for me to go through this story, I'm going to have to kind of go back a little bit and why, you know, I started to really think about success so much. And we have to go all the way back to like me thinking about how I was as a kid. I was hell on wheels. You know, I I really don't know any other way to describe it, except I was a lot, you know. Um, I mean, granted, you know, some people may say, oh, that's just, you know, a child finding their way or whatever. But I was... I had a lot of energy, you know, and people like to use the word, the cute word precocious, but a couple of examples that I can give about what type of kid I was, was I remember, I want to say I was probably about like five or six, you know, maybe somewhere between the ages of five and seven. And I remember being so upset that my mama was leaving me, you know, cause she was going to the store for something, but I was supposed to be going to a pool party afterwards you know I think it was for like you know the t-ball team that I was on or something I can't remember but I just remember it was this pool party that I was supposed to be going to and that's all I was focused on and my mom is telling me that she has to go to the store and I'm I'm like well I want to go with you and she said no I'll be right back and I guess (laughs) somewhere in that little small brain of mine I thought oh you know what I'm I'm going to handle this. So I take a pair of scissors and I go into my mama's room and I cut up her sheets, her bed sheets. I take a pair of scissors and I go to my mama's bed like Edward Scissorhand. Tear them all up. Oh, but I wasn't done. Then I, I don't know if I found them in a closet or if they were on the side of the bed or what. But I took a pair of her sandals. They were like some little strappy flat sandals. And I used the scissors and cut that up too. Listen, I was between five and seven. I don't know what I was thinking, but in my mind, you know, I guess that was my tantrum. So my mama comes home and she's, you know, asking all of these questions about what happened, what happened. And I'm sitting there looking, you know, just as dumb as can be like, "Mm -hmm." my mama still took me to the pool party. And whenever I got back, I got my ass lit up. When I tell y'all, <laughs> there's certain weapons that you have whenever you're a kid, certain punishments that you have when you're a kid that you will never, ever forget. That was one of them. And, you know, that was, I don't want to say that was the norm because it, it really wasn't the norm, but it was like, that's how far I would go as a kid. Like I was just bad. And then if, you know, move into me, like being a teenager, another example was, I remember I was button heads so hard with my mom. I mean, and I had actually like gotten into like slapping slash fist fights with my mom, but my mom was like, you know what? I can't deal with this. And there was a, um, one of my classmates who I had become friends with that his older sister, you know, we would hang out with her and, you know, she was about like 10 years older than us. You know, I mean, she is 10 years older than us and ain't like time changed over time, but we would hang out with her all the time. And my mama knew, you know, I wasn't getting in any trouble with her and I was doing what I needed to do. And she was very big on making sure that 
I did my school work and that I showed up to school. And like I said, I wasn't getting in any trouble. So my mama said, you know what? Before I kill this little girl, let me go and let her stay with her for a little bit. And I mean, it was probably a couple of weeks that I was, you know, that I was basically living there. And some people may say, oh, that's messed up. But I mean, the alternative was her continue to deal with me who was, was acting like I was a grown woman and her, you know, ended up hurting me for real, for real. And, and ended up in jail. She still had, you know, my other siblings that she had to worry about at the time, you know, there were, there were three other siblings that she was, you know, my two uh, older siblings and my younger sibling that she was raising. So she ain't got time to be playing with me, playing with me and pushing her, you know, pushing her buttons and stuff. So she was like, you know what, you can go ahead and stay with your friend. And I did. And I survived <laughs> and I made it to my senior year in high school and I'm 17 years old at the time, but joining the military is, you know, my option. Like that's what, what I'm planning on doing. But of course, at the age of 17, I can't go and sign paperwork for me to join the military. So my parents would have to sign for me to join. So my recruiter, you know, I remember him having a conversation with my mama and saying, you know, well, yeah, Natasha is interested in, you know, in joining, but she's, you know, she's interested in enlisting, but she's only 17. So legally we can't have her sign into a contract with the U S army. And my mama was like, how many, you know, pens will it take for me to do this? Like she was ready. She was ready to do it. She was ready to ship me off, but we're not going to talk about how she was boohoo and whenever it was actually time for me to leave. But anyway, at that point in time, in the, middle, in the middle of my senior year, she was ready for me to go. She was wrecked to send me up on out, out of her house, out into the world and, you know, see just how much of a woman I, she thinks she is. And I remember telling my dad about me getting ready to go. And he was like, oh, you'll be back in two weeks. Like, this is the, this is the kind of kid that I was. So, I, you know, I knew that people really didn't think much of me being, you know, an upstanding citizen, you know, being a good person or whatever. But that, I mean, rightfully so, because that's just not the type of image that I was presenting to people. I was out doing whatever it was that I wanted without regard for anything or anybody else, especially not authority. And now I'm talking about going into the military. So I know that, you know, if these, you know, if they were, you know, betting on me, they was going to lose some money. So it wasn't, I don't think anybody was really thinking, oh, you know, she's going to excel. She's going to be great. So I'm out into the world, you know, and I'm doing my thing. And, you know, the army didn't really change immediately for me because yes, I went to boot camp, And when I tell y'all, I stayed in a front lean and rest position on quite a few nights, whenever I had to go out to, you know, the mulch pit and get smoked. For those of y'all that don't know what that is, that is them taking you out to this, you know, covered area that has, you know, three walls on it. And they will just make you do all sorts of calisthenics, running in place, doing burpees, push-ups, sit-ups, all sorts of craziness for God knows how long because of, well, sometimes they really didn't have no reason, but a lot of times with me, they had reason. And then, you know, I leave boot camp, and it's still the same thing. I saw my first few ranks a few times because I was getting in trouble. I was, you know, talking crazy to people, getting in fights, um, staying out after curfew. So things didn't really change. But then, of course, I go and I have my my son and, you know, I ain't trying to be that that mama, you know, the one that's out in the streets cutting up. So I get my act together and I really start to focus on being responsible, being mature and, you know, and setting the example of, you know, 
what a, you know, a, a responsible person looks like, I guess. And as I'm doing all of these things, I'm reaching back at home and I'm not really like getting the support that I feel like I was looking for. Like, you know, oh, we're proud of you. I can't believe you doing this. You know, oh, you got promoted. Congratulations. You know, and even with me getting busted down countless times, I still managed to, you know, once I got my, got my act together and realized like, you know, you can't keep playing this game like this. I burned through the ranks and caught back up with all of my peers and my family, you know, and, and I don't know if it was because they didn't understand it or, you know, they didn't realize like the enormity of the things that I was doing, but there was no celebrations. There was no like excitement about, you know, yo, you did that. Oh, you, you went against what I thought you were going to be capable of doing. And I'm, I'm proud of you. You know, it might've been like, you know, I'm not even going to lie 100% like that and say that, you know, nobody ever said that they were proud of me, but I don't think that the I'm proud of yous actually came until way later on down the road. It wasn't, you know, in the midst of the journey, it was let's wait to see when she drops the ball. Like that's how I felt because everybody else back at home is still being supported. Everybody else back at home is still being talked about. And it, you know, for me, I, you know, I just kind of didn't matter. You know, that's how I felt. And it, you know, that was, that was kind of tough to swallow because here it is. I'm, I feel like, Oh, all of the things that I was, whenever I was growing up, I'm none of that now. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm none of that because I was still, <laughs> you know, in the proper way, I was still challenging authority. I was still, you know, bucking the system whenever I thought that some rules and some, you know, expectations were just completely outlandish and crazy. And I got some things changed, but there's, there's a right way to go about doing stuff. And I was proud of those things, but Whenever I would call home, you know, it was, you know, still want to talk about the foolishness, the craziness and all of the things that I left from home that I was, you know, I was a part of that stuff and it was a problem, but now I'm doing something different and doing something better and no one cares. So for me, it was just, you know, during that, during that season, it was really, really hard for me. And I felt like, well, dang, you know, I spent 17 years pretty much being a hellion and now I'm doing the right things and nobody is paying attention, but they're still being supportive and constantly focused on the, the bad things that people, you know, in my family were doing and getting involved in so that, you know, it was something for me to deal with. And then I go to my son's graduation from high school and not only does he graduate, but this kid graduates, you know, not having any babies out there, um, He's, you know, he has no criminal record and add to it. Not only does he graduate, but he also gets an academic scholarship to an HBCU. I'm over the moon. I'm like, this kid did this. And yes, as a parent, we know our children really tend to be only as successful as we support them to be. So yes, I can kind of give myself a pat on the back for that because I'm like, you're talking about me, the person who, you know, who has a younger brother who is 12 and a half years younger than me. I would not babysit this dude because I didn't like babies. Like they made noises. They smell funny. They, they held me back. You know, they held me back from all my ratchetry and stuff that I wanted to get involved in, but I just wasn't that person. Like I didn't, I didn't like babies. So truth be told, I didn't even want children, but then, you know, here it is. I, I, I have them and I can't imagine my life without them, 
but I'm not only am I taking care of my children, but I'm taking care of my children to the point to where they are, you know, out doing what it was that I did being the first of my family to accomplish certain things. And when I say my family, I'm not just talking about, you know, me and my siblings that grew up in the same house. I'm talking about, you know, all of the cousins and stuff that I know of and that I grew up with, like he's doing this and crickets. I call home and I'm like, oh my God, guess what? You know, he got accepted to such and such college, but not only that, he got a full ride academic. Crickets. And it's like, you know, and maybe not crickets, but it was like, oh, that's cool. So, you know, who just got arrested? Girl, he just got out of jail and here he is going right back. You know, he got four other kids with that girl and she already can't take care of those children because she out in the streets. Like, what? I'm literally trying to talk to you about what's good. And, you know, all you want to do is say, yeah, cool, but dot 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 let's go back into this you know madness and craziness that you used to be a part of and now you know and you used to be a part of and we would give you a hard time for it and 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 you would get your butt whipped for it but now you're doing something different and that's still not enough so it was like I said it was it was hard then I start this podcast and I let my family know I'm like hey you know this is what I'm gonna be doing and you know, I had a couple of episodes and I would ask like, Hey, so what did you think? Oh, you know, Oh, you know, I don't know how to load the app on my phone. Oh, but you know how to get candy crush on your phone. Oh, well, you know, I was planning on, but you know, okay. So like, Oh, you were doing something yesterday. Nah, nah. You know, I was just kind of laying around. That's the perfect time to listen to podcasts when you just laying around. But so all I'm thinking about in those moments is, Even if I do something right, even if I do something great, even if I am successful, these people ain't like, they don't even care. Am I, am I successful? Maybe I'm still not doing good enough. So those are all of the things that kind of led me to, you know, where I am right now and why I started questioning this whole idea of what exactly does, you know, does it look like when somebody else recognizes where you've grown to and the things that you have, you know, done well at. And like, I wanted to just enjoy my success. I thought, you know, I, like, I remember where I come from. I remember who I was. I, I remember it very vividly because I was out living my whole best life at the age of seven, you know, <laughs> just, you know, living without a care in the world. And regardless of what anybody told me, I was out here just doing anything and, Like I said, I know what type of child I was and I know the expectations of what type of woman I was going to be probably was not that great in the eyes of a lot of people. I mean, to hear, oh, you're going to be back in two weeks, you know, or, oh, yes, hurry, take her ass, you know, and it's and it's not to say that they weren't justified in those thoughts, because in that moment, during that season of my life, those are the things like that was reality. That's exactly who I was and that's how I was living. So their outlook on it was, was correct, but I defied it. Like I went against it and I did the right things. And I actually, you know, lived my life in a way that reflected more so of all of the things that they were telling me and expecting of me that they thought I wasn't listening to. I was listening. I just didn't want to do it at that point in time because I didn't feel like I needed to. But, you know, whenever you have a, when you have a, a, a child and you have a family 
that relies on you and, you know, they need you to make sure that you get your act together and keep your act together. Those rules apply. You know, it's no like hopscotching and skirting around this stuff. You got to keep it together. So then I started saying, I know I did all of these things. And as I'm thinking back on those, those moments, like I go back and I look at my military career, right? And I remember, yes, like I said, I saw the first three ranks two times each. I saw it the first time I got promoted, then I would get in trouble and I would get busted down and then I would see it again. And then I would move on to the next rank and then I would get busted down <laughs> and I would wait my time or I would, you know, do what I needed to do. And then I would get that rank again. But I had certain leadership individuals who were right there with me, watching me, like just make all these mistakes and constantly counseling me and standing right beside me, you know, whenever I'm having to get my article 15s and telling me, you know, they expect better of me and, you know, they know I can do better. And those same people are the ones who, whenever I'm pregnant, you know, in the, well, I'm not pregnant anymore, you know, I'm, but I'm in the hospital with my newborn son and they show up, they show up and they congratulate me. And they say, you know, you're going to make an amazing mother. You're going to be so great at this. If you need anything, we're here. And they meant that because, you know, the holidays rolled around and they could have just, you know, been in their own little world, but they knew, you know, here's this you know, this 20 year old chick with this baby and she's going to be in her house by herself with no family because at the time my husband was actually deployed. So I'm, you know, at their house for Thanksgiving, you know, celebrating with them and their son and their daughter and their cats. Like, (laughs) like, I, you know, I belong there. Then we move forward to this same child graduating and, you know, I'm getting the messages from them on social media saying, you know, we're so proud of him. You know, we knew that, you know, you were right because I would always, I would always tell everybody my kid is going to be great. And maybe that's a little bit of my own, you know, bravado rubbing off, you know, because I'm like, there's no way somebody that comes from my bloodline won't be awesome. So, you know, I would always say that about him, you know, like, oh, he's going to be somebody so great. He's going to be somebody so amazing. So whenever he graduated and, you know, I blasted it across social media about him getting his, uh, his scholarship, they, you know, the wife immediately reached out to me and she was telling me how proud she was of me. And this, now this is over the course of 18 years and I wasn't even around them with the exception of maybe like a few years of my, my career, but they made sure that not, not made sure, but they remembered me. They remembered the, you know, the hospital visits. They remembered, you know, me trying to move on to a different shift so I could actually spend more time with my son. They remembered all of that stuff and they remembered it to the point to where whenever there was another benchmark in this kid's life, a benchmark in my life, they celebrated that with me. And then whenever I think about, you know, the podcast, I think about the people that, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I, they knew about it and I figured, okay, well, you know, if they listen, cool, if not bad, whatever, you know, because they weren't, it, it wasn't like I was expecting it from them, but you know, there's one, there's one person who, you know, she would always call me as soon as I released an episode, like I, it probably wasn't even out there, you know, for two hours yet. And I would get a phone call and say, Oh, I listened to it, you know, and being very detailed, asking me questions about certain things, telling me about certain parts that they found to be either funny or enlightening or whatever. And just being super encouraging, you know, and even telling me, you know, parts that like, you know, might have sounded weird or whatever, 
but just always showing up. And even whenever like I do my live, my live sessions, I always see them pop up and you know, they'll talk to me about it either that evening or the, the next day, but they always show up. In addition to, here's all these random people who I have never, you know, many of them I've never, ever met, never interacted with at all. But yet I might get, you know, well, A, I can look at the listenership and I can see where my numbers are. And I can see that, you know, these, there's, there's people that's listening to this, people all across the globe that are listening to it and they're doing it simply because they want to. And I'm overlooking all of these people who are being so supportive, who are emailing me, you know, and, and these aren't family members. These aren't direct friends. These are, are random people, but they're supporting me and encouraging me and asking me questions. And that I, I felt, I felt like, you know what, Tasha, like that's jacked up. Like as of lately, like that's the part that I've been focusing on. I'm like this whole time I've been sitting here wondering if, the things that I've done are not good enough, you know, and I haven't been successful enough because I expected certain people to be there and then not. And I'm measuring and basing how successful I have or have not been on the people that aren't here. And I stopped and I was like, you know what? Success isn't measured by the people that don't support you. Like nobody says, oh, of, you know, the 5 billion people out there, you know, four, four billion, you know, don't support Tasha. That's not how the numbers go. They say, this is, this is why she is who she is, or this is how we define her being successful because these are the people that are in her corner. So I'm missing out on so much stuff and I'm, you know, almost putting this dark cloud over celebratory moments because I'm focused on who's not there what's not there. And now that, you know, I have my, my oldest daughter getting ready to graduate, I've been able to relish in that moment a lot more relish in these accomplishments so much more because I have all of these people around me. Like I said, people who have watched my daughter grow up, some have met her, some have not. And being so congratulatory, being so excited about what her future looks like being so excited about the fact that she's worked her butt off and she's been able to, you know, get accepted to her number one school. These people are, you know, they're supporting me. They are celebrating my life, which includes my children that have been a huge part of why I am the way that I am. And the things that I've wanted to accomplish, you know, as an individual is based upon what I've wanted to accomplish for my children. And Rather than me focusing on, you know, who didn't call to say congratulations to her or, you know, who didn't make time to, to just reach out or whatever, I'm, I'm enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying it so much more because I'm not focused on who is not there. I'm focused on all of these random people, all of these friends who have basically, you know, some have pretty much become like family who have been encouraging and acknowledging the enormity of what she's accomplished. So, you know, now I'm at a place where I'm like, you know, don't overlook the ones who show up for the ones that were expected and didn't. And I don't want to miss the celebrations that, you know, I've earned, that my children have earned. So I guess my, the biggest message that I want to hand out to y'all is don't, don't, don't put those clouds into your moments that you've rightfully earned. 
Your success is not going to be measured by the people who don't show up, who didn't show up. Pay attention because I assure you, we do not arrive by by ourselves. You know, like they say, no man is an island. No man, no woman is an island. We don't accomplish the things that we do solely on our own as much as we would like to say we do. Even if it's just the random person coming along the way and giving you the fist bump on a consistent basis, even or maybe not even on a consistent basis, but just, you know, they see what you're doing and they're like, you know what? Head nod to you. I see you. Okay, boo boo. You know, that's still a, that's a part of your journey. That's that person that's celebrating you. And no matter how big or small those moments are where there's somebody that's celebrating you, pay attention to it. Take it in, breathe it in, enjoy it because you have earned it. So be successful and celebrate your success with all of the people who are right there along the way.